Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. Didier Buying Florida. We're going to talk about... uh, loans outside the box and what does that exactly mean loans outside the box those are non-qm loans and yes i have done a podcast on it before but i kind of want to give some more relevant information because you know we just had a covid crisis that took place in april and may so actually non-qm loans is loans outside the box which are non-qualified mortgages because when you have a qualified mortgage that is fha va that is conventional, which is Fannie and Freddie. So those are all there and going. So, but now non-QM loans, which were just rapidly growing exponentially, like they were just going off the tracks. Every non-QM lender, loans outside the box, were in going by 300, 400% growth. That's how big it was getting. And we're gonna talk more about that. So basically, I just wanna give you a little preface, you know, so April comes in and we have a freeze. The stock market drops 38%, rates can't get priced, conventional can't do, FHA no, VA no, everything's shot, people not making their mortgage payments, 30% uh, in uh, forbearance, Uh, the servicers having to pay for everything and paying for the payments and they don't have the money. So it's had to wait for the government to come in to stick in liquidity and all of a sudden everything started coming back. And so the rates that were in the low threes for normal loans, we're into infinity, you couldn't price it, went to the mid fours, back down to the low threes. So what happened to non-QM? Well, a lot of the lenders like Home Express and other places like that, uh, they shut down, they closed down. Meaning these lenders that were Atlas, so all these lenders that had like maybe 75 million on the line, they couldn't sell their loans. Nobody would buy it, there was no liquidity. So the non-QM loans like disappeared now, a few of the lenders of non-QM stayed and learned to adapt, but they weren't doing them for two months. And so basically, non-QM is back again. And we're going to spend more time on talking about non-QM and, and go into that next phase. So in non-QM, we have a situation where, what are they? What is it? Well, non-QM loans are loans outside the box, meaning you can't verify your income. You can't verify your tax returns. You have too many write-offs. So now they have what they call bank statement loans. And then we've done this before. So we've always had bank statement loans, but before this whole pandemic, we were doing investment properties that were no-doc loans. So it was really pretty cool. We had no-doc loans, what we could do, but those are all gone. So now it's just bank statement loans. So you can get your business bank statements, for example, you got 12 months or 24 months and you, you get the uh, average deposits and you get like 50%, 50%, and that's you're gonna use for income. So it's a great way for the self-employed that have write-offs and all these expenses coming out that wanna purchase a home. But you gotta look at what, you know, is it just the same rates as everybody else? No, there's a premium to them. You're probably gonna be in the four or 5% range and you're probably gonna have to put like 15 to 20% down on these particular products but they are available and they're getting back again. And then they're gonna get more, like they're doing what they call a profit and loss, where you can use a profit and loss if it's audited by a CPA. 
they'll use that income. So there's profit and loss, there's bank statement loans, but the no docs have disappeared. So they're completely gone. And I actually had some loans. I had two of them going in the system. And uh, I had two in the system and, and had to cancel them out because the pricing just went up. And, you know, as a result of all that happening, so the guidelines have changed. They're, they're looking at like a 680 credit score or better. Uh, they're looking at, you know, they're, they're, they're harder. So even getting a regular loan is hard, but they're going to scrutinize and do everything else and, and do that. But they are available. And, and you might find, mm -hmm. given the circumstances, that it may be more uh, loans that we're going to be doing, where they're going to be non-QM loans doing bank statements. Uh, I'm a little fearful of them again, because, you know, it's like they, they got out. Now they're back in. And it's like, is that going to stick around? Is there another crash that happens where that liquidity dries up? But now they're in existence, they're there. I haven't done anything with non-QM since June, or actually I have, my last one was in March. And it was really something great. Non-QM was really moving in, in that system. So they were doing really well. Non-QM was like growing for me. Like I would, back in the day, I was doing like one a, ye a year. I was doing one, two, three, a month so that was pretty cool you know so i was doing and then it got cut off i had two in the pipeline that just couldn't get done so you know it is there for you if you can't have the income you do have money to put down a 680 or better credit score uh you have it now again remember even though you got a little bit of higher rate there's no monthly pmi so if you're doing the 15 percent down there's no pmi so that could help offset in terms of rate but it isn't option a viable option to go back in and to get a home and to go in that direction so i, I hopefully this is helpful a little bit i've expanded a little bit more but the non-qm is really going to be for your 1099 they're going to be for your people that are putting deposits in the bank but they have their write-offs and their expenses and they're just not coming out where they can show the income because they write off too much and it's all expensed out so if you got strong deposits and let's say an example you got $10,000 a month average deposits and you got 12 months, you got, you know, you got that and you divide it and it's going to come out to what, 10,000 a month to get 50%. You're at five grand. Well, you have 5,000 income. If you had, a, you had to do a tax return, the adjusted gross income would be 60 grand. So that is where you're going in that direction and moving. So I just wanted to share it with you. I thought it was important. I didn't want to go too long on my podcast, but it, I, I think with, you know, the major transitions that we're having, people having to go self-employed, 1099. Uh, you know, I think you're going to see more and more of this product come back again. So yeah, they got slapped in, in April and in May. And like I said, a bunch of them just went out of business. But the ones that stayed, stayed. And so we just got to continue to work with them and go in that direction and make things happen. So I'm Didier at Didier Mortgage, Didier Buying Florida. I hope you found this interesting, gave you a little bit of history, gave you a little bit of information of what's going on so that you can see a little bit more clearly where we were before, what happened, and as a result, what happened afterwards. So again, opportunity, see if it fits your needs. And I always look at it just to share with you, are the payments comfortable? So if you're going to pay a little bit of a premium, is it a comfortable payment? Is it similar to what you pay for rent? Are you okay? Do you feel comfortable? And does it make sense? All right. So Didier saying thank you for tuning in. Have a great day. And until next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. 
For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.